Leo Fire, 1216. Don't let other naysayers influence your outcome on your entrepreneurial journey. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. What better gift could you give a friend or a loved one than the gift of freedom? Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite. As a business owner, I can tell you that your company is only as good as the people you hire. Find your perfect candidate today. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Misha McCallion. Misha, are you prepared to ignite? I am, brother. (laughs) Misha is a serial entrepreneur with 22 years of experience in eight startups to date. He loves creating game-changing businesses that contribute to the evolution of humanity. Most recently, he's created Intently, a software platform that replaces online ads with inspirational images chosen by the user to achieve their dreams, goals, and aspirations. Misha, take a minute. Fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse in your personal life. Oh, thanks, brother. So, uh, so grateful to be on the show today. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, you know, professionally just been an entrepreneur my whole life. It's been a really beautiful journey, lots of ups and downs, and just grateful to be where I'm at today uh, to be working on something I'm really passionate about and just really excited to bring to the world. And uh, just, some, you know, personal life, I'm, uh, you know, an avid burner, love, love heading a burning man. I'm in a new relationship of four months, um, someone I actually met at Burning Man, and uh, just really enjoy community and you know spending time with friends in a really intentional type of way. Well, I've been enjoying becoming friends with you, Misha, because we run in the same circles here in San Diego. We've been to multiple small and semi-medium-sized events together, most recently a speakeasy event here in San Diego where the founder of MySpace gave a pretty interesting talk, wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, that was that was a great event and really great to get insights um, from from entrepreneurs from from over the last you know few decades who've created these really epic platforms that have transformed our lives. Well, Misha, you've been rock and rolling for multiple decades, two to be exact. In your twenty two years of experience, you've had your ups, you've had your downs. But right now, you got something pretty cool going on that we're going to get into with more detail in a little bit here. But first, I'd like to dive into the specifics because we're entrepreneurs. We're looking to build viable businesses that generate revenue. So how do you generate revenue today? Yeah, so I've got a you know I've got a portfolio of businesses personally. Um, I've got a chain of salons and spas that I'm uh, still holding on to, and I'm on the board of. So that's my my personal revenue generation comes from there. Um, with regards to intently, we're we're still in a pre revenue mode, but our our vision is to become an ad network that's really um, driving social good within the advertising ecosystem and scale up revenue through um, building that. What I love that you've done is that you've built up this great revenue stream that you can rely on, that you can count on, something that's there for you. And then that's allowed you to go off and pursue a passion, pursue something that you're excited about, that you know is going to change the world. And every time 
you talk about, I can see the sparkle in your eye. I mean, intently is something that you're so excited about for so many good reasons. And because of your other revenue streams and portfolio of businesses, you're able to go forward with this new adventure. So Fire Nation, such an exciting thing to know that when you're building something, hey, that can be your thing that allows you to go off on new adventures in the future. But I kind of want to shift a little bit, Misha, because you have had 22 years as an entrepreneur. You've had the ups, the downs, and I want to focus on a story specifically of what you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So, Misha, there's been 22 years. There's been a lot of opportunities for tough times. Take us to the moment in time that you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment and tell us that story. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, when you ask that question, it just uh, seems clear as day that my deepest, darkest moment of my entrepreneurial journey, and I was in, I was in my mid twenties. Um, but kind of backstory on it: by the time I was twenty years old, I had already had started a few companies, and I was already a millionaire at twenty. So I couldn't even legally drink, but um, I had a lot of um, success already, and I've, you know. Pers- Following that success, I actually managed to to manage that money really poorly, and I made some bad investments. I worked on a few startups that didn't work out, and by the time I was in my mid twenties, I was actually completely broke and a quarter million dollars in debt. And mm. I remember just being, you know, just sitting in my room and and just like feeling like in despair, like how how could I have like done this? And I was this period, which was very unlike me, you know, just lasted for. Like there was a full month of me just really like just really be- beating up on myself for for all the bad decisions I had made in the last couple of years, and um, you know, and then the, there was this moment where I realized that I have the power to get myself out of this, and I need to take responsibility for this, and just look forward and stop looking back. And I, I realized that continuing to look back was really holding me back, and and that was a real pivotal moment for me because I, I shifted into a new kind of mind shift, mind frame that that really allowed me to start building again and pull myself out of the mess that I created. One thing that I love stressing the Fire Nation, Misha, is that we are what we think about most, and so so often, you know, we're this self-fulfilling prophecy, whether that's for good or for bad. I mean, we start having a few bad things happen to us and we start getting down on ourselves, start losing confidence and saying, nothing's ever going right for me. X, Y, Z, this is wrong. That's wrong. I'm having such a hard time. I'm never going to be a success. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, Fire Nation. We keep getting down and further down into this hole, into these depths of despair. And it's so sad because it doesn't have to be that way, especially when you had that aha moment that Misha had that said, hey, I'm in control of my thoughts and my actions. If I want to create a buoy that's going to elevate me upwards instead of pull me downwards, I can do just that. So when you're having these self-fulfilling prophecy thoughts of, of despair, Fire Nation, realize that you are just pulling yourself down, down, down. Why not just flip that on its head and say, hey, this might have been a tough day. I might have struggled. I might have had a tough moment. But, you know, tomorrow's going to be better. The next day is going to be better than that. And then have that be your self-fulfilling prophecy. So, Misha, that's my big takeaway from your story. And I love that shift that you had. And, I mean, the world's a better place for it with everything you're bringing to it now. But what do you want to really make sure Fire Nation gets from that really difficult time in your life? 
You know, I would say just to to really, you know, work on yourself and develop your own self-awareness because I feel like as I was in that downward spiral at the time, I didn't have a business coach. I didn't have anyone that I was like relating to in a way that would help me see my blind spots and what I'm not seeing. And after that moment, I started, I hired my first business coach and I really got into a flow of developing more and more self-awareness. And that's become like one of one of the mega competencies that I bring to business since that point. That's exciting stuff, Fire Nation, that investing in yourself with mentors, with masterminds, and not always financially, it's investing your time, you know, getting out there and finding those right peers to hang out with. I mean, the events that Misha and I go to, you know, a lot of them are free. We just go there and we hang out with great people and we walk away with exciting ideas. And I can tell you, we walk away a lot more positive than we walked into it, even if we walked in pretty positive in the first place. Now, Misha, I want to tell another story of your journey, and this one I want it to be of an aha moment, an epiphany that you've had, a, a light bulb that went on. And I mean, 22 years, my man, you've had a ton of these ideas and moments, but you know Fire Nation, we are entrepreneurs, we are small business owners. Tell us an aha moment that you've had that you know is going to resonate with Fire Nation, with us, and really take us to that moment in time. Yeah, I think I think one of my biggest aha moment was really learning the ins and outs of hiring and firing as an entrepreneur. So at this time I had built multiple companies with, you know, 5 to 15 people but never really scaled up a company and I was transitioning into a phase where we were starting to scale a company really quickly and and we scaled that company to um over 50 people and then um right after that built a company to over 200 people and I had this moment where I was looking back on my actions as a leader and how I was, you know, I was hiring people really quickly, kind of reactively. And I was very slow to let people go. You know, I would give people other chances and, you know, just kind of have a lot of faith in people that, you know, they were going to work out eventually. And, you know, that created so many problems within my business where, you know, you know, people would build relationships with those employees and what have you. And the longer they stayed there, the harder it was to let them go and have it become a seamless process for the company. And, you know, there's this age old, you know, mantra that so many entrepreneurs and business leaders advise on, which is hire slow and fire quick. But I had to go through it myself to have that moment to be like, wow, that is so, like, so, so important. And from that moment forward, I, I really lived by that. And I had such a significant difference in getting past that, that inflection point of, you know, having, you know, a small company with 10 to 15 people to getting into the point where I'm scaling a company to over 200 people. It is so easy just to spurt off that phrase, hire slow, fire fast. It's so easy to say it. It is so hard to actually implement it, especially for the first time as an entrepreneur. In fact, I'll say it's, it's pretty much impossible. This is unfortunately one of those things that you just seem to have to find out the hard way, which is in person, actually having it happen to you. There's another quote that I definitely believe in as well. The first time to fire someone is literally the first time you think about firing that person. It's never going to get better from that point forward. Like That's just the reality. So what we're saying, Fire Nation, these are things that you should be having in your mind. Of course, it's a lot easier to say than to do, but hopefully this really helps you avoid some pain, some just stagnation in your company in the future 
but realize we, we understand. It is a, easier to say these quotes than to actually put these things into action when you're there looking the person in the face and having to potentially fire them. So, Misha, that's my big takeaway from your story. What do you want to really make sure Fire Nation gets from just that process that you went through? Just to really live by it. You know, I'd, I'd love all you guys to, to really take that in. And I would even take it a step further and say, if you're not willing to rehire someone in this moment, it's time to let them Ooh. go. So if you look at a team member and you're like, I'm, I, you know, I wouldn't rehire them right now, then that, that means you should let them go. Because that's, that's the decision. The decision. It's like, you know, if, if they're not even reaching that bar, like everyone on your team should be somebody you'd be willing to fight for to keep on your team. And that needs to be the standard you set. And it makes such a huge difference. Like s- s- having quality people that are all kicking ass, it attracts more quality people because every like great, s- smart, intelligent, hard-driving people attract more of the same. And as soon as you start messing with that balance and having people in there that aren't um, fulfilling on the level that the rest of your team is, it just brings brings everybody else down. So it's just so important Um you know, when we built that company that we scaled to 200 people, we actually hired a group of recruiters to make it like the hiring process was so intense and so in depth. And, you know, if someone wasn't doing well in the first 30 days, we, we just let them go. If after that time period, we weren't like, we wouldn't fight to have them on board. We let them go. Yeah. And I love how Zappos does it, where they'll bring you through their entire hiring process. And at the end, they'll say, Hey, we're going to give you $5,000 like not to take this job. And I don't know the exact dollar amount, but it's it's a really attractive no- dollar amount because they want mm-hmm. you to walk away from this job if you're not dying to get this job. They they want you to walk away. They really do. And and what a great litmus test and Misha, thanks for sharing that is Fire Nation, if you're not willing to rehire that person that you're thinking about right now for that same exact position right now, that's a red flag. You know, that's a time to say it might be time to, to fire this person. Misha, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Keeping focus, you know, chasing too many opportunities. I, I feel like when I'm performing best, I'm I'm getting focused in on on specific things and you know, I but I have a tendency like a lot of entrepreneurs to get involved with lots of projects within my company and without my company to the point where I'm I'm working on too many things to be effective at anything. Do you know what my acronym for focus is, Misha? No, what is it? Follow one course until success. Nice. I like that. <laughs> and you've done that really well, brother. Well, thank you. And what is your biggest strength? You know, I'd have to go back to that, that self-awareness. I've, I've cultivated a really strong sense of self-awareness, and that's also led to a really strong intuition where my intuition has been a really powerful driving force for um, my last couple of ventures. Speaking of your last couple of ventures, intently, let's talk about this for a little while now because you've done a lot of things in your 22 years. You have a steady stream of income coming in from other business portfolios that you have and things are going really well in that area. Why intently? Talk to us about that. Share with Fire Nation just the idea behind intently, where you're at right now and why you're excited for the future. Yeah. So, you know, from the user perspective, Intently is such a powerful platform where people can connect to their goals, their intentions, like the highest vision they have for themselves and a platform where they can integrate things into their lives. So what Intently does is it blocks 
every single ad you see on every website you go to, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube or any of these these websites that have banner ads, and it takes those ads away and it replaces it with content of your choice. So you can program it with your own goals, your own intentions, affirmations to support you in overcoming limiting beliefs, or you can even subscribe to content created by other people that is really powerful things that you want to integrate in your life. So like when I'm sitting down and reading a book or, you know, going to a a seminar, I take the key points and I write them down. I add them into my intently and I'll start seeing them every single day. So it integrates them. It reminds me like that focus acronym. I'm going to, I'm going to put that into my intent <laughs> nice. tomorrow and, and I'll start seeing it all the time and it's going to support me in my biggest weakness. So, you know, it's, it's a great tool for users to really connect with the highest version of who they are and, and support them in showing up in their best every day. Now, let me play devil's advocate here. Um, why is Google and other places like this, why would they allow intently to really be seen by the user when they make a lot of their money by the actual ads that take place and that happen? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, so the ad industry right now is fundamentally shifting. So ad blockers have been sprouting up for the last um, you know, five plus years and they've been scaling quickly. So like 22% of internet users are using ad blockers right now. And what's happened is a lot of these ad blockers have gotten sued by you know, these big publishers and advertising companies in the world. But the ad blockers have won and the courts have said that users have the right to block their ads if they want to. So much like... Um, you know, TiVo will skip through or your DVR yeah. will skip through your TV ads. You know, it's it's up to the user if they want to install software on their computer to block ads. So, you know, at the core of this, what we're really trying to do behind the scenes is develop a new type of monetization system for advertising that turns this entire advertising industry into a force for good. And and what that monetization engine is going to look like is going to give users control over the ads they see. So advertising becomes an opt-in experience for users. So the user has a choice and you're not just targeted based on all these people that have all all this data on you that are using it. I mean, sometimes it's really freaky. I see, you know, I go to a website and I check something out and all of a sudden it's following me everywhere right. I go around the web. And, you know, it's, 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 no one's ever asked the users, like, what do you want to see? And how can we deliver ads for you that are aligned with your values or your interests of what you want in the world? So that's, that's what we intend to do. Well, I am really glad I asked that question because you were phenomenal with that answer, brother. <laughs> 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 I've been talking to lots of VCs and investors lately, so I've been uh, <laughs> been preaching this uh, gospel every single well, day. My wallet is open. I'm ready to invest. So, <laughs> Fire Nation, don't go anywhere because we are about to crush the lightning round. But let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. As an entrepreneur with a team of six, I can tell you that building a strong team is an integral part to your business's success. Without the right support at the right time, you could find yourself so overwhelmed that your progress comes to a screeching halt. We don't want that. But where can you go to find qualified candidates? We all know that posting your job in just one place isn't enough. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, you don't have to sweat it. ZipRecruiter allows you to post to 100 plus job sites with one single click. Once you post it, you'll be instantly matched candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses and you can try it now for free. Find your perfect candidate before they go to someone else. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire to get started. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. 
Misha, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Absolutely. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Nothing ever held me back. I started my first company at 14 and just I've never looked back since. What is the best advice you've ever received? Hire slow and fire quick. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Daily meditation. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. I use this scheduling system called Schedule Once, and it is just um, gangster in terms of getting all my meetings booked and making that process so efficient for me. Gangsta. And if you could recommend just one book, Misha, for our listeners, what would it be and why? I would say for, for your entrepreneurs out there that are building tech companies, Zero to One by Peter Thiel. It was just a remarkable book around his journey of building and scaling a tech company. And there's a lot of great lessons in there to apply to your business. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Misha, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would spend my first day researching the top 100 people that I should connect with to to fulfill on whatever I wanted to accomplish in, in, in that journey. And then I'd spend the next six days um, meeting with at least 30% of them. So, you know, meeting with five, six people a day um, that meet that criteria and looking at that as my starting point. Misha, I want to end today how we started on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. So you can uh, friend request me on Intently if you go to Intently.com and sign up and uh friend request me there. I can share some inspirational imagery with you. You can find me on LinkedIn or Facebook. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I really loved it. I loved it too, my man. And give us a parting piece of guidance. I would say parting piece of guidance is to really believe in what you're doing and don't let, don't let other naysayers influence your, your outcome on your entrepreneurial journey. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with MM and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Misha in the search bar, that's M-I-C-H-A, and his show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, you can find him on LinkedIn on Facebook. You can go directly to intently.com. Friend request Misha and he'll be able to share some inspirational content with you, Fire Nation. And Misha, I just want to say thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? The Freedom Journal is a gorgeous, leather-bound journal awaiting you at thefreedomjournal.com. Ignite! Ignite!